Naked Under Our Clothes, episode 12. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. I am your host, Roxanne, and this podcast is talking about vulnerability and the ways we can build community around it. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about the art of making a fool out of yourself. Um, (laughs) Well, I feel like I am not the only one. I know I am not the only one who has time and time again made an ass out of myself, whether that be with friends, whether that be at work, whether that be in the context of my my family, you know, uh, it has been tricky for a bitch <laughs> trying to navigate these awkward ass uh, social system or uh, situations with grace. A bitch doesn't know how to do that. And I know that I am not the only one who has that experience. What am I actually talking about? What I am talking about is when you are trying to present yourself in a certain way with a group of people and it doesn't go quite right, either you stumble on your words, either you're not as articulate as you once were, all of a sudden you lose all the words, all the vocabulary, um, maybe you had a good run with a friend and said the th- all the things you wanted to say with your friend and they gave you such great feedback. But when it came to the actual situation where you were supposed to express yourself, you fucked up. Oh, I fucking hate that so much. And you know what happens? I tend to, I tend to put myself down for that. Like a bitch is not allowed to make a mistake. Obviously, I'm allowed to make a mistake. But for some reason, I tell myself, it is not okay, Roxanne. You cannot make these types of mistakes. I think about, oh my gosh, you name it. There was a situation today uh, when I was at, uh, at work and I was checking in with the team and I was checking in from my own perspective or my discipline about a certain piece of uh, the puzzle um, for this kiddo. And I was, as I was talking, I was like, what am I even saying? And I just see all these people nodding and I'm looking at some of the blank stares as they're nodding. And I know that they're trying to like cheer me on. Those are the, those are my people, right? That are just trying to cheer me on and be like, yeah, Roxanne, you don't know what you're saying, bitch, but get it, girl. You do you, girl. You're so good at this. Keep going. Like, even though what I'm saying, it doesn't make a fucking lick of sense, right? Uh, Or I think about the other day when I was in uh, group supervision with a couple of my peers and I tried to make this joke and nobody understood where I was going with the joke and nobody understood why I was saying what I was saying. And everybody in the room was like looking at me like, what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to make us laugh because it's not working? You know, so then I kind of like felt again, like I needed to berate myself, not well, partially in the context of the meeting, but then also separately, I was berating myself and saying, Bitch, you cannot make mistakes like that. Do you want to look like a fuck up? You better get your shit together. And again, I ask myself, why is it that I can't make those types of mistakes? Why? Why is it that I beat myself up? Why is there so much pressure to be on point all the time? You know, this actually reminds me of the episode that I just posted last week, episode 11, um, where I was talking a little bit about 
not having anything to fucking talk about and how that made me feel some kind of way. And that I was starting to think about whether or not it was worth it for me to continue with this podcast. And I was telling, you know, after, thankfully I've had conversations and I've received feedback from peers about, yeah, girl, keep doing it, keep doing it. These are all the reasons why. But I was, I'm still like baffled by how reactive I was to myself for not having something to talk about. And I was able to move past it in the moment, but even as I posted it, I was thinking to myself, I shouldn't have posted it. I need to delete that and just re-record something and come up with something and just talk about that. But I couldn't allow myself to not be perfect. Hmm. Couldn't allow myself to not be perfect. Now, I know there's a ton of bitches listening to this podcast going, I know exactly what you're talking about. This idea of perfectionism. We have kind of ingrained this in our body. Some of us, not everyone. There are a lot of people out there, let me just say, that are okay with not being perfect and okay with making mistakes. I have learned how, how to do that to some degree. But my automatic response to myself when I make a mistake is, come on, Roxanne, seriously, you just made an ass out of yourself. And then I really reflect on that for a long period of time. And I think where that comes from, at least for me, is from this idea of being perfect. Um, you know, I kind of, I, I don't even know if I'm trying to reflect even as I'm talking to you guys about this, where this idea of being perfect came from. And I'm thinking about my family system and I, I, uh, I know that there were definitely messages of like, you need to be, you know, you need to get all A's in school. You need to be doing really well. You need to dress a certain way, act a certain way, certain things like that. So I know that there was always kind of, you know, that, that um, space that was held in my life where there was a critic, right? Um, and not to say that I didn't benefit from some of those things. I do definitely think that there have been some positive and negative um, impacts as, a, as it relates to kind of that you need to be a certain way within the context of your family system, for sure. Um, and then I think about, uh, you know, me in the context of society. I guess I'll just really generalize it, going from something as specific as your family system to society. That's extremely broad. But then I think about the way that I navigate the world and why I navigate the world the way that I do and all the constructs that influence the way that I move in society. And for sure, I can say that as a person of color, a person who holds a marginalized identity, there is this feeling of like, I need to show y'all that I know what the fuck is up. I know how to do this. I'm good at this. I know how to be on point. I'm good at that. I know how to land a joke, bitch. I'm good at that too, bitch. So like, there's all these different things that come together and really, I think, um, have uh, manifested in me in such a way that I feel like I need to be on all the time. I don't get an opportunity to be off. This is what I'm telling myself. I don't get an opportunity to, to get, to be off. I don't get an opportunity to, to not land the joke. I don't get an opportunity to not say what I need to say in a meeting as succinctly as I possibly can. I don't get to, um, you know, when I'm in an argument, not, make my point, 
You know, I, I need to do those things. And there's this pressure that I put on myself to do these things. Zooming back out. <laughs> That's really specific to me. I don't know if that lands with you, bitch, but it lands with me. But let's zoom out to something that can be generalizable. Back to the example of trying to land a joke or trying to be that, that one person who's always saying the right thing in the context of a larger social group, but doesn't. I'm so curious about other people and their process around this. Like when it comes to you trying to make a joke and it doesn't land, I know everybody has had this experience. So really don't sleep on that email address. Really send some feedback. I want to know about this, but uh, because I know everybody's had this experience, but you've, you've made a joke in your life. You tried to make a joke in your life. Nobody fucking laughed, bitch. I know. I know you've had that experience. Nobody fucking laughed. What did you feel in that moment? Were you able to just let that go and be like, oh, okay, well, I didn't make that. I didn't land that joke. That's fine. Do you kind of like perseverate on that a little bit? Oh, man, I can't believe I didn't make that joke. (laughs) That sucked. Well, I mean... Damn, that was kind of awkward, but it is what it is. I'll move on. Or are you the type of person where that shit keeps coming back at you? Because I'm still thinking about some stuff that happened like years ago where I have not come to accept it. Um, I haven't come to accept my mistakes. And I don't know what I actually need to be able to accept my mistakes. Is it... And solely an internal process. Say you're in a situation where you um, didn't articulate yourself the way that you wanted to. And someone was rubbed the wrong way by what you said. And they left under one impression and you were trying to say, no, 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 no. I didn't mean that, Sue. I didn't mean that shit, man. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to say that, Titus. Like, I'm sorry. You know, like, damn, damn. I really fucked up on that. Can you please, like, let me try and explain to you what I really meant. And maybe the person's like, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear it. I heard you loud and clear the first time. That's what you said. That's what you meant. So deuces, bitch. I'm out. Right? And... You've maybe thought about that on your own and wish, you know, kind of like played all the different scenarios of how that could have gone differently. Does, does it, and, and then you, maybe you, maybe for some of you, you're okay with that, you're content with that, and then it's not a big deal. You're not going to lose sleep if that person wants to interpret it and not want to give you an opportunity to, to correct what you were, you know, to say, to, to uh, correct yourself, um, then fuck them, you know, whatever it is, what it is. You know, for me, I, I, I don't know if people have that experience and that's okay, right? And that's where it ends. But for me, that shit does not end there. I'm thinking about, okay, how do I call Sue? How do I get her to communicate with me? I really need to tell her that I made this mistake. I really need to correct myself. Damn, I cannot believe that I said that. Damn, I cannot believe that I said that. Damn, I cannot believe that I said that. And for some reason, I get so hyper-focused on that. 
and some opportunities I do get to have where I have a corrective experience. I'd actually argue that most of the time it could be a corrective experience and I can say, actually, I, I fucked up on that and here's the way that I did and here's the way I'm going to take ownership of that. Sometimes that opportunity does not present itself to me. And I'm thinking about those opportunities or those, those, um, those moments where I don't have the opportunity to make the correction and how that eats away at me in a way that, as I was saying before, I'm still thinking about shit that happened years ago that I am still thinking about like, damn, I can't let that go because I never had the closure or the opportunity I needed to correct myself. That feels less like an internal process and more like an external one or one that needs external influence more so. Of course, it's an internal process. That's what you're saying to yourself. Absolutely. But the solution to your process isn't only an internal one, right? Because what that would look like is, damn, I shouldn't have said that. That sucked and it is what it is. I can't change what I said and I'm just going to leave it. But one that requires both internal and external looks a lot like, man, that really sucked. Damn, I need to tell this person that I fucked up and I need to have this corrective experience. So you're you're talking to yourself about how you experience that and maybe you're doing some of the repair work on your own. And in addition to that repair work, well, that let's just say this, that repair work is not enough. So what you look for in addition to that internal repair work that you've done is some external opportunities or external repair opportunities to also work in, in collaboration with your fucking internal process. And what that looks like is you seeking the opportunity from another person or another party or a social situation or whatever to give you that opportunity to then address and correct what didn't go right. So for me, that's what it feels like to have both an internal process and an external process and them working together in order to correct the experience to its completion. So we, so to review, <laughs> internal process by itself is I don't give a shit. It is what it is. Internal, external is, man, that fucking sucked. I kind of don't give a shit, but I really need this opportunity. So I'm going to go external to this other person and try and create that opportunity. And and that's the only way that I'm going to feel at peace with the situation. Other side of that spectrum, bitch, is that complete external process where you're not even talking to yourself. You don't even go through the, the reflection, the internal reflection of, man, why did I do that? You're like, you just hyper-focus on, I have to do, this situation needs to happen. I need to correct it. 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 And that's all you do. And you don't even think about like your own internal shit. Now, I don't know a lot of people who don't actually reflect. I don't know what type of person that would be. Um, I know a lot of people in the middle. And I know a lot of people on the, on the, Uh, on the other side of the spectrum where it's internal process only. Where do you fall in all of this shit, bitch? Like, that's where I'm trying to figure it. uh, That's what I'm trying to figure out. And if you fall in the middle, right, or on the the external process and that's it, 
that's all I need. That's the only way I'm going to, this situation is going to get fixed. How do you, I mean, what is your experience of that? I'm sure if you fall in either two of those categories, you're likely thinking about shit that was, that's been going on, that's been happened, that's not, all the way in the past, and, and you're still thinking about that shit. I wonder, I'm not saying that either one is better than another, right? Because everybody is allowed to, everybody's entitled to their own process. For me, personally, it's really important to me to be able to resolve shit internally. Because sometimes I'm never, I might not have access to the external um, opportunities, I might not always be able to correct something. And that's why for me, if personally, it feels healthier to be able to resolve it. And I'm saying personally, because I do know that there's a lot of people who do tend to be stuck in the middle or in, well, I don't know about external only, but um, at least in the middle. And that's, and that's comfortable for them. Right. But for me, I need to acknowledge that there's not always going to be the opportunity to resolve a situation. There's not always going to be the opportunity to correct an experience. I want to be able to act on that really quickly if that opportunity presents itself, because I think that that would be nice and ideal and beneficial to not only myself, but the other party or the other group that might have been impacted. And this is, as I'm saying this, I'm like, this is not apply. Maybe this doesn't apply to jokes. Like when you fuck up and you say a joke, you, maybe some people are like, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> this doesn't make any fucking sense for that. Uh, maybe not, but that's okay. I'm talking more about the, the stuff that we beat ourselves up for, whatever that is. Might be jokes, I don't know. But I'm wondering how to get to a place where... I can resolve things within myself if the opportunity doesn't present itself. If that external opportunity doesn't present itself, how do I resolve it on my own? How do I come to resolution? I know a lot of people are probably thinking, well, it is what it is. Sometimes you just can't, things are out of your control. Sometimes you just can't control it. Uh, That's easier said than done for a lot of people. So I'm curious about how other people, if you found yourself perfecting this idea of when the opportunity doesn't present itself, I'm okay with that because I resolved it within myself. How do you practice that? What does that look like for you? Share your thoughts. I would love to provide your thoughts to other people in hopes that that can help a person. Because to beat yourself up, to not be at peace with yourself internally, it's like a, it's like a minefield in there. It's, 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 it's devastating. For some people, for me, a lot of the time. 
and it consumes me to a point where it's counterproductive. It's no longer healthy. Reflecting on things is healthy, sure. Thinking about how you can do things different is healthy, sure. But when it gets to the point where you're beating yourself up, that's where the problem lies. So people, the people who have feedback or thoughts about this, please share your feedback. You can send that information that so needed. It's so needed. You could share that on the podcast email. You can send it to the podcast email, which is podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time.